everyone. Hi, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in my studio with Nora Smith and her dad, Pete Smith. Hello. Hi. Oh, you, you had a look on your face like you're, I thought maybe you're going to correct me. No. Okay. I just, I feel like I, I don't usually sound like this. I know I've been talking about it a lot. I normally have a normal voice, but I, uh, I am a horse. Yeah. And I said to you, I think people will be like, ooh, who was that sexy siren? Yes. Or Davis has Weirdly, her mother said the same thing. Yeah. She's always been after me. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Give it up. She yeah. around yeah. the house. Yeah. She's earned it. Yeah. Um, or the or it, it depends. By the end of the show, we'll have to reassess because they all like. I feel like there's a fine line between, and I don't mean to get you in your head about your voice, but there's a fine I'm line there. between I'm like sexy there. siren. Yeah, I guess you are. Mm-hmm. And oh, that sounds painful. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, like that poor girl. Right. Like, someone let her lay down. You know. But does it hurt? Is no. She's gonna make me sick. Oh yes, yes. That's what I'm worried about. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Because I'm so late into it. Yeah. It's just like, I haven't like been hoarse in like five years. And then the first time I ever do a podcast in <laughs> It's my already life. happening. You're the one. <laughs> it's already happening. Okay. Um, I, when I lose my voice at the beginning, I'm like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, you can experience yourself differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and hello, Tony Thaxton. Hi. All right. I didn't explain who you guys were. No, just randos. I mean, people know that you're a daughter and a dad. Yeah. But they, but they that's don't. All they that's it. Yeah. Know. I said, bring me a couple people who are related. <laughs> just anyone. Yeah. Yes. So Nora Smith yes. is writer and showrunner of Bob's Burgers. Co-showrunner with Lauren Bouchard, the creator. I mean, yes, that's <clears throat> true. But yeah. that's not how Wendy Molyneux presented <laughs> you. I know. Yeah. She lied. Yeah, she what did. she does. Should I go? <laughs> yeah. And then your husband is Tall John. And I feel like if you listen to a podcast, you know mm. who Tall John is. Do yeah. you know who Tall John is? I've I've met him before. Yeah. You have? I okay. Have, yeah. Very tall. And he has a podcast. Yeah, I know. Two Johns don't, don't make, make a right. right. And, and I John Daly. I pitched myself on Instagram oh, yeah. for that podcast. And yeah. John Daly was like I think it was John Daly, not your husband, John. Um, I don't know the difference. <laughs> one's taller, I think. Yes. It's kind of it. Yeah, one's um, who drives when they interview John them? drives Which... our van. Okay. That he thought it'd be really funny to get a, a license plate that says fart van. Oh, it is funny. So it says fart van. <laughs> is it? It's, it is funny. And he was like, so he was like, I can't believe I got it. And I was like, I think that makes a lot of sense that that's available. So now like that's our family car and I drive it all the time. I have to like valet places with it and like other moms looking at me and you know moms and oh do uh. I ever do I ever (laughs) I know we're kind of joking but also kind of not yeah are you on Pete don't worry we're I'm gonna introduce you in a second are you just drifted off it (laughs) um are you on any mom boards I'm a little nervous to they're awful yeah yeah 
Anytime I like look for advice online, which mm-hmm. is a great place to go for advice to be a mom, there's so much shaming mm. that it's like, but also sometimes you see the moms be like, hey, she's just trying her best. And I'm <laughs> and I feel like that weight maybe is the same as the like just mean meanies that you know they have some serious sadness going on when they oh, just yeah. go online to um Maybe I mean maybe there's the same number, but when yeah. you're on the receiving end of it, it doesn't feel. Oh like it. yeah, yeah. Oh no, I do it to myself so much that I don't oh, yeah. need to go online. Right, and, like, have someone you, do it to me. You don't need to outsource the no. shame. No, no, no. It's and then time. Pete Smith, longtime comedy writer, silly song writer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pro- did, you, did you produce some producing? Uh yes, I producer. Produce. I did. And then right now, lyricist. Not excuse. Me, I said right now as if you just started doing this. Long time. I'm question. I'm not sure the length of time that you've been a lyricist, but certainly not just for this album. Has an album coming out? Gonzalez Smith roll up a song, which you were the lyricist for, and then Jay Gonzalez of Drive By Truckers, yes, who is your musical soulmate. I've been told, yes, uh, and my best friend. He's your best friend too. Yes, yes. that's and so my sweet. new brother. <laughs> yeah, um, he did the music. And this, the singing on this album. Yes. And I've been listening to it, and it's stuck in my head. I've got a lot of questions about it. And I'm just going to start with the first one, which is, you know, many of the songs are a little racy. <laughs> which ones? <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Well, gelato, oh, there's like, creamy stuff on oh, your list. Yes. That's a very oh, yeah. a lot of sweet things. In what there. is Brazilian sugar about? That's about cunnilingus. Okay, right. <laughs> and then, one for me. <laughs> Let's see, what else do I... Can I say that? I actually, when I sent that lyric to to Jay Gonzalez to write it, I said, I think this should be a bossa nova. Mm. And he said, I always wanted to write a bossa nova about cunnilingus. So, <laughs> two birds with one stone. And right. I'm excited about hearing, hearing about all of that. Like, just <laughs> that's, well, getting that's, into it with yeah, my dad. That's... <laughs> Why? Yes, I look. I'm not a prude. I love a bossa nova about cunnilingus. <laughs> this is like in my top five bossa novas about cunnilingus that I'm constantly talking about. But yeah. because your daughter's here, I have to ask: How do you feel about this? I mean, I mean your dad's a man of the world. It's kind of the way it's always been. <laughs> I've seldom been called that. <laughs> there was like a man of man around the house. Yeah, occasionally. Not there was. There's the joke that he would like my mom would say things my father never said because there was sort of a lack of boundaries as far as uh, right. Well, I worked kind of lingus is thrown every which away growing <laughs> up, and I worked at Adult Swim with a bunch of bunch of sort of rowdy people, and so we always just said the most foul things we could think of. Let's and see what I brought our kids that think home. of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's just fact check that. I, Are I, you I, saying you were a clean, you were a clean guy before you started working Adult Swim, and then it changed no. you? I don't know if that's true. No. You blamed Adult but Swim. I'd like to know what other what other racy songs. Okay, so roll up a song. That's let's a just nice go song. through. That seems yeah, that seems wholesome, wholesome mm-hmm. even. And I just found out, so I must tell the listeners, roll up a song is something that Nora's elder daughter said, uh, and that's where you got that lyric. Yes. Roll up a joint was what she said. <laughs> right. Switch to the song. It's not true. Lexington line, that seems pretty innocent, right? Absolutely. Okay. And now the Lexington line, where is this? It's in New York. Okay. You know, 
I used to live there. That's that's where that came from. Got it. I went to school there. You went to Pratt. I did. Yeah. How was that? It was great. Excellent. That's and where he met. That's where he met. Lexington Line. Uh, Mar- of that was another Margaret <laughs> of the Cunnilingus. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Or maybe that's, that's not just That's not her. a Cunnilingus song. They no, all no, no, have a, a little bit of Cunnilingus. <laughs> a little bit. At the end. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's my girl. That's sweet. Oh, yeah. Forgetting you, wistful. It is. It's painful. Has some nice Los Angeles references and, in it. You know, you also, I grew up in Orange County. I'm sorry. You yeah. also make a Crystal Cove reference. Yes. I love There's, Crystal Cove. Well-traveled man of the world. <laughs> yes. Man around the house, man of the world. Gelato, X, triple X. I love that song. It's, I mean, it's a good one. Kiss is good. I don't this is where you're talking any about of your... the songs. I love all the songs. <laughs> Kiss is good is about your kissing prowess. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not very I, confident I'm in it. I'm denigrating it. Why? It's, well, I mean, it's Why, Dad? <laughs> I've been told. Nora said you're great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We're working on it. Does that mean mom? Does that mean mom told you? I know, I know, I am. Does that mean? Forgetting you is a really sweet song, and there's nothing. There's... No, there's nothing racy in that one. But wait, did mom tell you you were a bad kisser? She's uh, the one. She's yeah. a great kisser. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she's she's not even here to defend herself. She's a great kisser. <laughs> Does she know you feel that way? No, she knows. She, I always tell and her she, what a great kisser she is. That's how yeah, you do and it. she's going to listen to this podcast <laughs> for sure. So anyway, okay. Then Margaret. Yes. About your mom. No. <laughs> no. My mom is Pat. Oh, Margaret is a. But song he did about, write a song about my mom. There are a few songs album. on there, basically from the point of people view of people who don't think they deserve their wife. Which is true. <laughs> Which is true. I don't. Everyone agrees that he right. doesn't. I married up. Something I read said your spouse was Margaret. So no, I think no. that I don't know if it was IMDb or. I am just have been. No. Wait, so who's Margaret then? <laughs> it's just a made up name. Okay. My wife's name is Pat. Got it. And you did write a song called Patricia on the Gary McFarlane album in this. Right. 70s. I made another album like in 1971. Mm hmm. And Gary McFarland, well-known jazz guy that I didn't know about, but I'm not super versed in jazz. Right. I didn't know. About Have you heard either. of him? Mm-mm. Okay, Tony is, is a musician as well. Right. I don't He's know a, my jazz very well. Though. No, but wasn't yeah. your dad a jazz drummer? No, that was a long time ago. I mean, we we made the record in 1971, and he died right after that. Blue? Was it related? <laughs> From embarrassment, <laughs> did he? Um, but who was he friends with? Oh, God. Like, who was there, he? Right? Who was he? Like, he who was are the people? He was a big deal with? guy in New York. He knew Bill Evans and Dizzy Gillespie and oh, all cool. those guys. Yeah, he was. I mean, I was just young. I was a seen just out of college. And I was really stupid. I'd like to do that all over again. He's like, that's what I want. Yeah, Don't, it's guy. a crazy story. If you have a yeah. segment called "Things know. I'd Like to Do," it would be I'd like to do that all over again. <laughs> Things I mean. I'd like to do. I should have a segment called that. <clears throat> yeah, I did just pull a giant hairbrush off the table and stick it under the table because I suddenly got embarrassed that I left a hairbrush <laughs> on the table. Um, wait, I was immediately like, I wish I could brush. I'd use that while I had the chance. So you know, Nora's a songwriter too. I didn't know that. I mean, you're I, so humble. <clears throat> I don't barely know you, but I feel like you're humble in the small amount of time I've known you. It's a Catholic thing. You're not. You're just supposed to hate yourself all the time. She mm. writes songs for um, 
for Bob's. Bob's has a lot of songs. I know that. I know. You haven't you had full musical episodes? Yeah. Um, and we had two songs in the movie. And yeah, it's really fun. I mean, I think the reason that I have any knack for it is because he did it all the time around the house. And then I would like sometimes not really help. Maybe I wanted to help. But like I sort of and also he was like my music guy growing up where he would put on all the records that mm-hmm. like I love eighties music because of him. Like I love Randy Newman because of him, who I think is the best songwriter. But like he was kind of like you know, curated like our like basically I'm I my exact musical taste minus like a brief Coldplay stint, which you never would have dabbled in or something. I would never have approved. Like, that. is off of him. Like, I've done no work myself. I don't think, but I. But that's because I love his taste in music well, so much. But anyway, he contributes, and he loves musicals. He's a big musical guy. Musicals. I do. And uh, so it was always seemed fun to write for you know musical. Like, this is what I'm feeling now. Type songs. Mm-hmm. When I went to college, most of my record collection was. Original cast albums. What, yeah. so, what are some of your favorites? Gypsy, West Side Story, Flower Drum Song, Sound of Music. Those, that Hills? era ones. Oh. Not any of the ones like Cats. cats. Mm. Like we were Mez. raised to hate cats. Yeah. <laughs> animals and the musical. I, I, yeah, I, I have a real penchant for Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh really? Yeah. I do you hate him or do you just hate cats? I hate him. Like all Whoa. all the all the no, AL dub? I, I don't hate him. I, I'm not interested in any okay. of the musicals. I feel like he's saying he hates them. He's super yeah. <laughs> My dad is very super honest about That's everything. Good. All That's the time. good. No one especially on a podcast, no yeah. one wants diplomacy. I met this I am mm-hmm. super honest about everything. It's I'm compulsively candid. That's good. But I met this famous actor a few weeks ago and he's in a show and i said you know i don't really like that show <laughs> and like everybody who was in the room has told me that is the stupidest thing there's no said. point to bring it up <laughs> right. there's no point he doesn't need to know doesn't you, were you trying out. to let him know that you're a straight shooter i don't know why i said no it was just it's compulsive stupid. it was right. i think it's a compulsive it was just some people I mean, it was just a stupid remark that came out what was his reaction Slapped him. Was, slapped him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked me in the groin. He was great. He didn't say anything at all. As a matter of fact, he wrote me a really nice email about what a pleasant person See? I was. <laughs> For real? He, he was yeah, like, he did. But he this was, is a, you uh, charmed this is a famous him. person. He, I just kind of say yes, please. Can it, his name is, he was the original Tommy in the Broadway oh. production of Tommy. Who, I, I feel like I should know his who that is. is. Michael... <laughs> it's a complicated second name. Okay. He's never going to listen to this. Maybe I mean, he will. Probably. probably he was, well, uh, his... But he was in Mindhunter. Oh. My parents are big Mindhunter Michael. fans. I didn't Michael watch. I didn't watch the second he's season. Jonathan the, Groff was in that. He's a musical. Age, the Gilded Age. He's in that. Mm, Michael. Tony. Michael Tony. Can you <laughs> look a, up? Yeah. Okay. He was in a couple of Stevenson. He's a he's what really, show is he in now that you don't like or do you not care to say? I don't care to say. Oh. And I won't either, I guess. It's a fine show and a lot of people like it. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gilded Age. Is the name of the show? Yeah. That's a musical now? Oh, oh you were saying you don't no. care for it. Oh he's just acted in it. I mean, oh. We, we, we watched the show and we just didn't 
grab onto it right away. So we watched a couple episodes, and I was stupid enough to tell him exactly that. I, and he was really gracious about it. He just he didn't say what a stupid thing to say. He just said, "I thought it was a musical you were saying you don't care for, but you're like really shitting in your industry. I love it." <laughs> Yes. Well, it's, you know, it's no longer my industry, right. so I can do that. Yes. Yeah. That's the freedom that comes with retirement. Right. But thankfully, he was in Mindhunter, which you are like one of the number one fans of, so you can tell <laughs> well, him. Mindhunter is a, he was you're in not, Mindhunter. So. Well, yeah, you're not a Who failure. did he play in Mindhunter, though? He played the boss in the second season. Oh. Like, is, did I you might, look him up? I watched the beginning of the I'm, second season. You said Michael something, right? Yeah, yeah, Michael from Mindhunter and the Gilded oh, Age. I know, I didn't see a Michael in Gilded Age. That's uh, uh, a lot to go with. Well, yeah. that gets me off the hook. I can't say anything about <laughs> it I want. Right. Did you like the first season of Mindhunter? I did. Um, Is it real dark? It's, so I'm, I, I take it you have not watched it? No, but I've been hearing some pressure. It's dark. <laughs> it's dar- yeah, it's dark. I can't handle things that are like extremely creepy or disturbing, and I was yeah. okay with it. Okay. So, did yeah. you watch Blackbird? No. Okay. That's the one, the newer one that's about like, it's just one serial killer. Mm. The guy infiltrates prison to like befriend him. It like won some, I think it was nominated for some Emmys and stuff. Should I watch it? Yeah, I think it's good, but it is creepy. I found out like almost at the end, like a dope that it was based on a real like this all really happened oh that so makes it like, worse oh those girls are really dead and buried and no one ever found or whatever yeah. that's true like, that's sort of a so spoiler. much more fun that's a huge spoiler what but that it's real that, oh that that, that, that that it's real that they never got found oh maybe they did a couple of them did the good ones did <laughs> a couple of them their feet were sticking up and, and they right. were fine yeah. they weren't even dead they were okay they were just just tired <laughs> yeah. looking for someone quiet to nap uh, yeah. yes I, have you watched The Leftovers? <laughs> I've watched. I love it. I love the. I mean, not. I don't love. Le- I'm okay with Leftovers. Um, I love that we're talking about television because I have something to yeah, say about the yeah. most recent season of True Detective. I've got yeah. a lot to say. Yeah. Okay. I watched a few seasons of The Leftovers. I didn't watch the last one, which I heard was the best. How many only, are there? We only watched the first, and I, it was on our queue forever. I think there's and five. I was like, That's it seemed. All the comments said, I feel terrible after every episode. Yeah, it was. I was like, why would I want to watch that? But then we watched it and I thought it was great first season. But you didn't continue. Well, I think we need, we took a break in between seasons because it was kind of. Like a very long break. (laughs) Well, a couple of weeks. They oh, were you late. did. Oh, They're you did. Late continue. To the left. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, so you watched it all the way to the end? Yes. Oh. But we did just watch the finale of Night Country. Yes, okay. I have not seen the finale. Okay, so there will be You no want to spoil it for Nora? Well, I feel okay. like we shouldn't spoil it's because okay. it's, I blow your nose for a while. It's <laughs> fresh you know what it's fresh enough that listeners might not have watched it. So let's not spoil it. Okay. okay. Let's just say what did you how let's just give our opinions of what we thought of the season. I thought the season was wonderful. I loved it. Every bit of it. Really? Yep. Even the you felt so, you felt great about all those those hours you spent watching it by the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> really. Okay. Well, I mean, I can't think of one hour that I. Yeah, every hour was a pleasure. You didn't like it. So, you, you wouldn't yeah. ask me those questions if. You, no, I wouldn't. You're right. Um, I feel I feel like annoyed at the show. Um, from the beginning? Or the no, I was in for a while, but the way it wrapped up, I felt like was a bit of a cop out. 
Um, that being said, I really enjoyed Kelly Reese and Jodie Foster and the actors. And like, I enjoyed spending time with them. And I'm not upset about that. But I just, I want a whodunit. To me, it was very suspenseful. It was also kind of scary, which I, but I don't have, that's not a problem with the show. That was just, I was like, I didn't love that. Um, But I want to feel like it was, they really solved it. And it's like, there's an answer, but I felt like it was a little bit like pick a lane. They didn't really solve it. Yeah, that was my issue with it. And I think as somebody who, because I worked on some shows that, Adult Swim and Nora's works on shows. There, are, if you work on a show, you always look for holes and continuity, and mm-hmm. like this doesn't make sense. That character, it's got a lot of that. Yes, there are a lot of things wrong with it in terms of the structure of it. Mm-hmm. But the performances are so great, and it looks so beautiful. Yeah, uh, I mean, how yes, did they it, even shoot that show? Yeah, I know in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, it's it takes place in this fictional town, Ennis, Alaska. Um, and for part of the year, it's dark all the time. And so it takes place when it's dark all the time. My brain was having trouble processing that because I just kept thinking they're doing everything at night. And I was like, my God, they aren't they tired? No, they're like having breakfast at night in yeah. the restaurant. There's a lot of continuity things where like mm-hmm. they'll do 85 things in one day. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. The performances were good. It was a ride. But the, all the holes and things did right. bother me. Okay, so we're on the same page. Your dad and I are on the same page. Okay, do they bother you? (laughs) Yes, isn't that what some of these are about? Um, No. I'm worried that it's... Yes, that is a water for you. Um, They set up all the supernatural-ish stuff, Mm -hmm. and if that just does not come to fruition, I worry that'll be a little... No, it does. There's a thing, or, the, or it doesn't. It could really go either way. That's the thing. There's a thing at the ending which is could go either way, which is kind of a huge thing. Yeah, I, but I decided. Was that the whisper? <laughs> yeah. The okay. walking, 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 walking. <laughs> anyway, but I feel like only one. I was saying to my husband, I think only one reading of that kind of makes sense, and then he's like, "Yeah, but even that doesn't really make sense." We'll talk later. <laughs> it is hard to do a big old finale at the end to stick it. Yeah. You know who did a good finale? Are you a slow horses person? Holy smokes. Wait. Slow horses? What is slow horses? Gary TV. Oldman. I haven't Bunch seen it. So good. Oh, maybe I need to so see it. Good. It's like a spot like MI5 show, mm-hmm. which I would be like, Meh. but like it's it's like funny and fun. It's really it's fun. It's a okay. great show. And season three is like fantastic. I gotta, I gotta see it. You know, uh, an there's ending, only six episodes in a season too. So one of those. You know, uh, a finale that I thought, yeah, emotionally that just feels right. Homeland. Did you see that show? I never nope. watched it. It was. I really liked it. Yeah. Did you watch it, Tony? I watched the f- first couple of seasons. Mm. I didn't stick with it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked it for a while. There's so many. There's so many episodes. There's like 14 seasons of it or something like that. I think there are a lot. Yeah. It was a good episode. So hey, I thought so. Let's watch Homeland. Yeah. Wait, it's going to take up the whole year of our life. Well, that's like I've never seen, and people can't believe I've never seen Con Air. No, I've never, <laughs> but I've also never seen The Wire. The Wire is great. Really? That's what I see. I get this reaction, but my understanding is it takes three seasons to get into it. 
No, I like who said such a thing. I like. The I'm first sorry, season. I shouldn't have said. I think that's really rude. Like when you said you haven't seen The Wire, and I, I said, know. "Really? That's okay. That's kind of like that's what yeah. kind of a person are you?" Yeah. Well, we had this whole discussion about it. Philistine. You were like, someone did that to you. Dave, you're like, Dave Willis did that to me, who was a space coast writer. Mm. And he asked me, what? Don't. An adult swim guy. An adult swim guy. And he said, uh, are you watching Breaking Bad? Mm. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, I tried it and I didn't like it. And he goes, what? You're not allowed really? to have that opinion. And he came in my office later and he apologized because oh. he said, you know, that's like... When I say that, I'm a, I'm I'm basically telling everybody at the around the coffee machine that you're not as smart as all of us. Mm. Wow, just That's as so self aware. Right, <laughs> after I heard this whole discussion, I, you have done that to me many because they watch every single show that exists ever. That's what you call retirement. Retirement, <laughs> and it's like a job for him. It's like let me make. And I honestly, I I wish I. Lived in a house that put that much weight on it because I feel like we're like, uh, oh, office reruns, I guess. I'm so tired. <laughs> like, I'd love someone to like have shows for me to watch. Anyway, there was like specifically that show, The Detectorist, the, the metal detector show. There's a, you oh, stopped loving I me do as it much all the time. when I didn't like that show. You were like, What is the matter with Maybe you? you're not. As, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did the same exact thing. could you not get that show? That's a reality yeah. show, right? No, or, it's, no. Oh. it's the guy from the British office, um, Gareth. And another metal detector, and they're just metal it's Toby detecting. Jones. It's a scripted show, and it didn't grab me, and that's okay. It's about two, we could guy, still... two guys who have metal detectors. Yeah, yeah. riveted. It's whole time. <laughs> <Are> you so... <laughs> and my whole family and they never too. Find anything. My mom, my brother. Even it even more. Is is it like a um, waiting for Godot kind of thing, or no? no. I never understood why. Is it so? Love... It's a comedy. Oh, that's open. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Yeah, why did you like it's, it so much? Why did you judge me so much for not liking it? Well, it's British, so I always assume those shows are better. Mm-hmm. But it's like the guy from The Office and Toby Jones, who I can't I name the movies he's been, but he's a, he's a little British guy who's really good. And they just, they're in this detectorist club, guys that go out with metal detectors mm-hmm. looking for cool things. And there's a murder. I mean, how could that show, how could that show oh, not be no murder? Right. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I can, I can think say, of some ways. <laughs> just to say, there is some. Um, well, some I judgment. mean, next time you're on the beach and you see someone, talk to them. Find out all the interesting <laughs> things. I mean, maybe. To say. Yeah. Fascinating. And it'll take a while. Spend some good long time. Right. With them. I that's, will. That's not the only show I've given you a hard time about. What else? No, lots. I'll tell you um, what, I never give her a hard time about Bob's Burgers. I love Bob's Burgers. No, yeah, they've always been really supportive about Good. that. Yeah, I think they like it more than any of the other parents uh, for, of people on the show. That's not just I know some people's parents who actively, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I guess. Oh, yeah, actively dislike it? No, they don't dislike it. I think just we like, like it Anything that's racy, they <laughs> deem, uh, you know, bad. Like if there's something. Would you say like, anything that's racy they deem bad? Yeah, we had like. Well, some... excuse me, I'm holding up the album <laughs> right know. here. It's not my parents. It's oh, like oh, oh, the other I see. That okay. I know, yeah. But I think you may be the only parents that watch it for enjoyment, as opposed to. Uh, Stephen's gonna ask if we watched it, so let's watch it. Like, I think some of that has to do with you know Nora and her husband, who are both really funny. They have a lot to do with the tone of the show, mm-hmm. along with Lauren, of course, but. I mean, we're so familiar with Nora's sense of humor 
that uh it's basically just a copy of <laughs> theirs plus my brother and that's about it <laughs> my brother or her brother my son matthew is actually the funniest person in the family and what really does funny. he do he did a good thing and became a teacher he's doing something worthwhile yeah oh, he the matters yeah <laughs> and he could have done this i'm always like you could have like you could but he was like the practical one in college was like i'm going to business school we went to the same college university of georgia um, the best college in the country. Bull, um, bull, wait, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, yeah. yes. I'm the least sports person in the world, so the fact that I know that. Tony. That's pretty good. Yeah. We've actually, some bad things have happened in the UGA campus lately. Side note, there One was well, a murder and a suicide. Whatever. That was before my time. That never would oh. happened on my watch. Yeah. But so Matt was like, I'm going to business school. And he was like, I want to have a real way to make money. And I was like, I'm going to live in a hostel in Scotland. And then I moved to California and uh, like just did shitty jobs and became a TV writer. Just like stumbled into it. But anyway, he's a teacher. And then now he's like teaching kids and teachers how to use AI to like cheat do, to cheat <laughs> hardcore not, not just to do there he has his students doing podcasts and really like making movies about yeah yeah i mean he's wow. trying to rather than just do i'll you sit there and i'll talk at you he's having them do all kinds of yeah that's really great yeah. he's like a really good teacher and like he's he not scared of ai like family. that's what it's that's what i'm no, getting mom, i think mom's the best and matt's like right on her that's and right we're way down <laughs> yeah. my wife is, a, is volunteers for saint vincent de paul can i say that Ooh, <laughs> it's not like a person ooh, lawsuit um <laughs> no she does. She works for one guy, St. Vincent. She is the best person and yeah. also the most naive person in the family. Ooh. She's really upbeat. She's really optimistic. Yeah. Wait, I have a lot of questions, but but for real, <laughs> did you want to bleep that out? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I never know. I had no idea. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I was making a note just in okay. case. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe she's like super private. No. Or something. Right, right, right. No, no, He's no. a saint. Yeah. He's a saint. That's what they say. St. Vincent de Paul. <laughs> What's his? What did he? What made him a saint? What did he do? Oh boy! I think he worked on a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> not know. this metal detector I one. Don't know. <laughs> no, no, would not. They would not no, canonize not him. <laughs> no. Um. So, Pat. Yeah. Naive for real? No, I don't know why you say that. Naive. She's just like super optimistic. She's very sweet. She's which very is optimistic. great. Like when you have little kids and you're like, I'm fucking everything up, and she's like. Kids are, you know, just think about this is just today. You know, she's Aww, and then she's so like, nice. turn like she's just like always has the right perspective on stuff. She's just super optimistic. Always sees the best in people. There was a while where she, I don't want to get political, where but in 2016 where she was like, I'm just trying to like not hate Trump. I just want to try to love him. She gave that up, but like Wait, how did she, she gave like, that up? But she but she still says. When I say, like, all Republicans are bad people, she said, no, they're not. They're yeah. mostly good people. They just have a few ideas that are a little weird. Oh, my God. She does this create like conflict? Her optimism is suffocating. That is – there you go. <laughs> not for me. I find it, uh, you know, inspirational. You refreshing? A little hard to you know, you're just, aim for that for myself. exposed to it on a very limited basis. If it, if I want mom to day. live with me all the time. <laughs> Only reason I'm not forcing her to is because I know you need her. But she is like she's amazed like she's an amazing cook. When she comes, like the kids are like loving it. She deals with their tempers way better than me, I feel like. Like she's just like the full package. She cooks, she cleans, 
She's really funny. She helped my dad with some of these songs. Like yeah, she, she helped you write. <laughs> she got, she come, Brazilian she's sugar. Really funny. She have a hand in that one. I don't she know. Did. did she? God, she did. Great. It's great. Dare we were, I ask how? I well, can't even. We, were, we were actually walking. We were walking along downtown Atlanta, and we were going to meet some people at a bar, and there was a sign that said "Free Bra- Free Brazilian," so many dollars, <laughs> and. Um, and we just started talking about, hey, that would make a funny song, and that song came along. Mm, we both got Brazilians. <laughs> Couples Brazilians. My favorite sign ever. I don't know if I can say this. Yes, you can. It was in a- Can a, I hear it? It was-, it was Oh, it's a sign. It, yeah. it was at a, like a hairstyling place, mm-hmm. and it said, free Brazilians for cancer patients. <laughs> <laughs> but- so isn't that a little complicated? Yeah, like, because you're going through chemo, right? That's like the easiest Brazilian you've ever given. Yeah, was, was it supposed to be a joke? Yeah, that's really in if poor it, taste. Great I, poor taste. If it, if it was supposed to be a joke, it's really in, an interesting yeah. sign. If it wasn't supposed to be a joke, it's still a really interesting yeah, sign. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of amazing. You wait, you you saw that in L.A. Did you say no? Okay. Where else do they do Brazilians? It was in it was in Atlanta. Ooh. It was right on. Dorito you guys got Shore. Brazilians there. How sorry. metropolitan? <laughs> what next? Why is that Sushi? a thing in LA? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Like. Extreme. You come in with your hair all shaved. It's like, oh, get in the chair. Mm-hmm. A free Brazilian. You know yeah. what a Brazilian? Is, right? I know. That's, I'm wondering that too because you pointed to your head. <laughs> you know that's not. Wait, what are you that's doing? not no! there. Oh. That's not their area. Yeah. That's not their wheelhouse. <laughs> no wonder they play. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a song here called "Did We Make Love?" I missed right. that. I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes, and and it's about sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, that's based on a, a, that's just so. That's back early on when we were married. I mean, sometimes you just wake up and you just rub up against somebody in the night, and the next thing you know, it's, good. it's morning, and it's just like, did that happen? Yeah, right. Did. That was great. Well, you're talking about with mom, not just uh, yeah, not with myself. That's where we <laughs> with my wife. There were sometimes listening. To you this never album experienced that like, at all. Oh, I mean, perhaps like in the before we were even married, right. But I feel like now we just sleep. <laughs> yeah. Are we ever going to make love? Yeah. Well, that's basically what the song is, is about. Mm-hmm. Except in the song, I think they call each other different names. So mm-hmm. there's play acting. Mm. Oh, okay. I thought right. it was like a dream. And so, then uh, let's see here. Do you ever, do you really wish you sung like Lindsey Buckingham? Yes, of course. I love that song. They're all good. This Jay, a- Jay Gonzalez was telling me that he was, they just did a, Driver Tucker's just played a show and he went out in the audience and this 18-year-old girl came yeah. up to him and said that she loved the album and that was her favorite song. Oh, cool. But she didn't know who Lindsay Buckingham <laughs> was. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, and then Good Morning, Irene. Is that a play on Good Night, Irene? Yeah. I felt proud of myself for knowing that. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to the song? Good, ni- good Morning, Irene? Yeah. I did, yes. I love that song. I, I like all of them. Do you think the wife has left him or she's dead? Whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa. I hadn't. So I listened to it to try to figure out, is it a play on Goodnight Irene? But then I didn't realize that she might be dead. Yeah. Are you pulling a night country? Because you know. I do. Uh, which one is it? Or are you not going to say? Was she well, killed? Jay thinks she's just left him and I think she's dead. Mm, dark. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, Pete, 
You went to Pratt. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> we're, going, we're going back to that. And then what was your plan? Like, what did you want to do career-wise back then? Well, I mean, I had a animation major and a graphic arts major, so I just wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And we ended up doing that. And I just sort of was doing it for, we ended up in Atlanta with TBS and I was. We being you and Pat? Pat and I, yeah. Mm-hmm. We met in college and we're still married. God damn it. <laughs> but you did, you had your own animation company. <clears throat> I did. Yeah, Theater. I, I did oh, cool. For a while. But then we were working for TBS and it was just, a situation came up was they needed somebody to write something funny. And so I said, well, I'll try it. And then next thing I knew I was, writer for space ghost just i just slid mm. into it love space ghost i didn't have did you yeah i love it what a, yeah absolutely i was thrilled when uh max came out a couple years ago and they had space ghost episodes on there that was like one of the first things i watched on it's a max. pretty great show yeah so weird in um, the best way it was really hard to do i believe it i'm but kind of fascinated with how cranky men bunch of cranky dudes <laughs> in an office yeah we were all cranky what but- was hard about it well, I mean, do you know the show at all? It's a go uh, like a uh, figure who hosts a talk show, right? Yeah. Well, that would be easy, mm-hmm. but it, it's like <laughs> we he we basically we would interview lot real people, mm-hmm. and then we would have to write the show around that, mm-hmm. create some kind of a storyline because you know you you wouldn't write a storyline in advance; you would just ask them questions. <clears throat> so it was it was just hard because we'd have to come up with a sort of a joke and then find a reaction from them that might fit that or an mm-hmm. answer. It was hard. To yeah. To I always wondered how it was all done. Were the, were the I, I want to take over the show. Please, now. yeah. <laughs> were the interviews, I, I know the, the celebrity guest was being themselves, but uh, the interview, were the interviews done in character? Or was it just you guys? They like, were done in, in character. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, I always wondered, yeah, it's such a fascinating show and how it was put together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have to say, I'm going to pretend I'm Space Ghost. Yeah. And then you would ask some questions. And we would always write uh, some questions that we knew they couldn't answer. Because there were a lot of, if you watch the show, there's a lot of just puzzled reactions by the guests. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? My interview? favorite, my favorite deer in the headlights question was, "Have you ever swallowed a bolt?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't really answer. It's just like a what? a what? And so that would end up in the show. But did you have a favorite interview? <laughs> I think the one was Odenkirk and Cross. Mm-hmm. They were really great. Did you have anyone that is beloved to you as a musician that just walked out angrily? <laughs> well, yes. Okay. You're just I was wondering, You're did just, you you must have known this. She's just yeah. feeding me. No, that's good though. That's I'm good. Sure, like, there's a lot of good stories about space. Yeah. Music. Well, I don't know. Should I say his name? Yeah. I think he'll be okay. It's with Paul it. Westerberg. Ooh, it's like my well, favorite. Every, we all, everybody favorite. who worked on the show just loved mm-hmm. him. And we started asking him some of these dumb questions, and he said, "This is ridiculous." And he left. I thought Space Ghost was going to be a serious show. Right? What was he expecting? <laughs> I, don't I don't know what he was expecting. He's Paul Westerberg. He's a big old. He's, he's a big old grouch. He's amazing. Pat and Nora and I both loved the replacements and loved Paul Westerberg. So, did, were you able to still use that interview or no? I think I, we did one show where we just used like maybe one line from every interview we couldn't use. <laughs> and so we stuck it in. Oh, what were some of the other ones you, that didn't, that went awry? Did you have other people walk out? No, we never had anybody walk out. But some of the, the, the interviews that went awry were usually people who tried to 
be funnier than the show. Right. Tried to, you know. Yeah, I was actually wondering when you said Odenkirk and Cross, um, who are hilarious, how that went with them since they are funny. They can't help but do bits. I, I yeah, they just like played along, right? They I feel did like play, they were really they good played at playing along, along, but they 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 played along like not trying to be funny. They just like they asked Space Ghost to shoot them with his laser gun, <laughs> and so they kept acting like they were being shot. They were just they were just both really great, right? I mean, they they're, they're pretty funny guys. They're really funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say, yeah, they are. But like, don't Bob Odenkirk lives in. Oops, I shouldn't say that. Oh my god, <laughs> in a he, house. He lives. <laughs> Good for him. House. He deserves it. But he was getting robbed all the time. Like every time John saw him, he's like robbed again. It's like, what's happening over there? He yeah. almost almost hit me with a bicycle once too. That's why I started robbing him. <laughs> but he was like going down a hill. I was walking in the street. He's like a mountain biker guy. Mm-hmm. And in June, like he almost hit me. <laughs> it's so funny. Moby almost you're... hit me with his car too in the same neighborhood. Oh, I wrote and the I, show that I wrote the show that Moby to be, was in. I've, How was that? It was great. He was great. It was a great guess. But yeah, it was he a show that Space Ghost in that episode, you might have seen it. He becomes a gas sweeps over him and he becomes a cannibal and he starts eating the guest. I'm sure I have, but it's been a while. Yeah, Moby was in that show, and he got eaten right away. And then Emo Phillips was in it, mm-hmm. and he started doing, uh, maybe doing his act a little bit. So Space Ghost, ate <laughs> he started Space Ghost called it, started calling him Eat Mo. <laughs> anyway, I didn't realize that they did it. I didn't when know when you fed me that line that it was going to be so much Space Ghost. Stuff. Start. I like. It. I like it. Nora actually, I worked on a show called. Um, I mean, Bob's Burgers is so much more interesting than any of this. Not stuff. really. Bob's Burgers is like just a state. Like, I don't know. Not to me. I know a lot about it. I mean, I wear Bob's Burgers hoodies all the time. And people always say, oh, I love that show. I know you're wearing a Bob's Burgers shirt now. I am. really great about but it. If so I wear like a Space Ghost shirt or a, or a Cartoon Network You just shirt. get Tony. Where's <laughs> 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 your Bob's Burgers shirt? But they were on a list of like the best comedy rooms, like writing staffs. That's true. Like Space Ghost was on there and like really great comedy. It was, I was very proud of it. But it was just. There. That's so sweet. But it was just grouchy guys, you said. Well, yeah, like None Adult Swim was writers. like, mm, oh, that's so interesting. But also, like, it wasn't. You were, I think, pretty good about this. But like, it was a room of guys, and this is a lot of comedy shows. Not, I've been really lucky with Bob's. Like, we're all like, we like each other, and we're, you know, it's a pretty nice staff. But like, I want my joke in, and I don't care about anything else. Mm. I don't care if it works for the story. I don't care if that joke's funnier. Like, that seemed to be sort of the vibe a bit of the room. Like, there's a lot of egos that you had to like. You're looking far away, like I'm misspeaking yeah, I'm about. Don't say anything bad about it. Right? Anything. Okay, but it was just like a different vibe. But I mean, it made me terrified about writing. I was like, oh, a, I don't have like the how, now, constitution to handle someone like when being mean to be. First of all, Bob's has a great writing staff, mm-hmm. and I mean, they're and they they haven't been fired. I mean, ever since well, the beginning, they're almost all still there. Yeah, but I used to write a show called Cartoon. Planet, which was mm-hmm. a kids' show using Space Ghost, Zorak, and Brack. And they did little comedy bits that were for kids. <clears throat> and Nora basically grew up on that show. I mean, there were so- yeah. had lots of songs in it. And Very I that, silly. I think sort of that where the germ was planted for why. If a show is going to be a comedy show, it should have some songs right. in it. But I never thought that I could do it because it was all guys, you mm-hmm. know. 
It was all guys at Adult Swim. There's one show called Amelia, which I think was written by Lauren Bouchard. It, oh, yeah. There's a song at the end of it that Nora wrote and actually sings on. Oh. Show. It's just one of the voice? most. Yeah. I want to tell you, it is one <laughs> of the most beautiful listen. songs I've ever heard. Oh, that's so sweet. And that's coming from my dad, yeah. so you know that it's true. <laughs> it's objective. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Okay, so just so I understand, though, before you were a writer on Space Ghost, you had an animation company. Were you doing art? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, do you? I went to Pratt. I was, right. Yeah. There was all these animation cells on our basement. And all it, over I mean, the house. on our den. I don't want to say basement when it's den. Uh, <laughs> downstairs. And like, you'd think as like growing up as a person in animation, I'd be like, Daddy, what's this? I did not give a shit. <laughs> I'd be like, Dad, mom says it's dinner or whatever and go back up. Like, I did not take any interest and I feel Whatever so it like, is you're doing, stop doing it. <laughs> all your silly doodles come up. But like, it's so weird to me looking back that I wasn't like, what is this? But this is also when you had to draw every single thing and now you just like open up Flash and like, bleh, 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 and like, right. that's how we make pops. What, um, I don't, this is a, this is like an essay question, but I'm curious. So I must ask, what do you think it is that makes someone drawn toward animation versus live action? I know now. Do you want to tell that? Do you want to um, I mean, like as a creator, not as a viewer. Although, if you have an answer as a viewer, I don't really I'm, watch animation. For me, I don't it's listen like, to podcasts. It's a, but I love people who I love do. Yeah. I do. You do constantly. Oh, well, wonderful. <laughs> um, I. It's a better she don't like mean that. It's a better day to day. I think it's wonderful that you oh, listen to podcasts. Okay. Why would she not mean? I that? don't know. <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> Just generally. I'm shifting. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um. It's better hours because live action, like, I hate being on a set. I was on a set for, like, a DIY show in San Francisco. I, I wasn't – I was, like, getting lunches and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this sucks. Mm. I hate – so I like, I hate lights. I hate lighting, all that stuff. Anyway, you don't have to deal with all that stuff. It's not long days. Mm-hmm. I work long days now, but I'm working all the time. But normally, for a regular staff writer, it's not long days. Um, if you get the episode back and it, you're like, oh, that joke didn't work, just rewrite whatever you want, mm. whatever you want. You don't Punch have to it reshoot it. Yeah. It's so you just, I mean, the board artists don't love it, <laughs> but like you just rewrite it till the end, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then the big thing is like, you can have Kristen Shaw playing a nine year old, mm. which you can't do. I mean, you could try, but it'd be weird. <laughs> I guess Pen 15 did it pretty good, but. So you mean not having to work with children? Yes. <laughs> that at home. Yeah. So it's like, I'm all in on, I don't even know if I can work on a live action. Mm-hmm. And what about, I mean, besides specifically like lighting, what didn't you like about the set or us? Set? I never got the gear stuff. I could never roll a fucking <laughs> cord the right way every time I did it. Um, it took for like every, like we're going to light this shot. And then, like, four hours later, and like, yeah. why is it take so, like, mm-hmm. but this is back when I had nothing fun to do. It's and possible you depend that, on more people to get to the finish yeah, line. you depend on a lot of people. I mean, you have more control over the whole process. Oh, in right? animation? I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, lots of control. For someone that likes control, it's a lot of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, John was on Sarah Silverman, and he loved it. He loved being on set. So it's possible if I had, like, a more... Fun job than getting lunches. I would have liked to be on set more, maybe. I don't know. What was the show that you were on? It was a really bad show. It was um, like an HGTV show, but it was the cheapest show ever where they um, 
go to your house and they take what's already there and they put it in a different place. (laughs) So they like find a scarf and they're like, let's put this in the window. And the homeowner's like, okay, but with staples, like it was so cheap. <laughs> and then the, the host would cry every episode. She would break down and like need to go, like the, the guy, uh, Craig St. John moms worked right. with him at Turner. Um, the, the, he would like, it sounds like a bunch of nepotism. I guess maybe he helped me get that job there. He did. But I was just logging tapes. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. I don't know. anyway, um, he would like have to take her in a back room and like calm her down. He was like, I don't know where to put this scarf or whatever. I don't know. It's like, and I felt bad for the homeowners. And it was a really <clears throat> a great show. That also maybe had to do with something. You know? Did did it ever look good afterwards? I never watched it. What? It always looked really cheap to me, and I am like a slob. Maybe it did. I don't know. No, I'm gonna say no. And mm-hmm. and if people have responses to that, I don't even remember the name of the show. <laughs> I don't think it was a hit, <laughs> but I was logging a lot of tapes. Hidden secrets. Hidden secrets. Was that what it was called? That sounds. I'm just suggest just spitballing here. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a that sounds interesting. Is it too late yeah. to come up with a name with it? What weird, like incriminating things you have in your house? Did you ever that hear about there was a thing on TBS called Movies for Guys Who Like Movies? Yes, I came up with that. That's smart. Thank you. <laughs> hey, where did that come from? Yeah, what made you think of what that? What made you think of that? Names of shows. Oh, I see. Names of shows. I'll take names of shows. For <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, oh, right, because you do promos or did promo. I You've did. retired from that. I, I, and right. my mom did them too. Right? I did promos. I was doing promos for TBS and then Cartoon Network hired me to come over there and write shows. Did you enjoy doing that? Uh, I enjoyed doing the promos a lot more than writing on shows. Mm. It was too hard. It's just like a fun little – because he had like – he could do whatever he wanted. Mm. He could just make a mini little weird movie. Right. And, and I, basically I was, no oversight. When I was – after I stopped Space Ghost, then I did this show called The Brack Show, and then I was tired of doing that. So I, then I was in charge of promotion. That was a lot more fun. That's cool. Now, I'm not familiar with The Brack Show, but I know it had like a big – got a it's like a cult following show right right what was it about it was about this character called brack and his... it was on space ghost yeah it's a space ghost oh, okay right it was a space ghost spinoff like the it simpsons was, it was Casey like a Ullman. sitcom yes. all the the open sounded like a sitcom and and every time we came back from commercial it went da, 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 da. <laughs> it was like they were all sitcom ideas. oh that's cool he had a mom it was just like a mom who looked like him and then a dad who was human but animated. But, and really Zorak small. was his mean friend. Right. And Brack was basically like a really sweet kid. Like it but was it had songs in it also. Andy mm. Yeah. It was a sweet, I mean, it's a funny show. I like it. Right. I would watch it right now. It's good. Yeah. Are you <laughs> saying you'd one. rather be watching it than doing this? <laughs> <laughs> so now when I asked you your bio, you in parentheses wrote Nepo Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But really, what? What does that mean? Oh, well, nepotism, hey. baby. Yeah, it's like it, there was an article in I think New York Magazine about nepo babies, and so that term got some. What does it mean? Like your Kate Hudson's, someone whose parents are famous, and that's why they're famous. Yeah, someone who got I'm their Kate ins. Hudson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, basically, it was like y'all got me that internship at Adult Swim, but the real thing is like. I moved to San Francisco and Lauren Bouchard was doing Lucy. No, he wasn't. He was, he was. developing Lucy the Daughter of the Devil. And he, my dad sent him an email. He was like, you should meet with my daughter. She lives in San Francisco. 
Uh, and you would sometimes I, it's I like, threatened him. Yeah. I said, you have no idea how powerful I am <laughs> if, you, if you don't hire my daughter. But don't ask anyone about yeah. this or whatever. Right. It, it was, was some funny Very threatening joke. letter I wrote to Bouchard. <laughs> and so we met for lunch, and he was like, I don't have a job for you. And I was like, great. And Because <laughs> I was working for Current TV then, um, Al Gore's network. And uh, and then I sent him a really dumb script, and he was like, so I don't he, need this. <laughs> you've, met, you've, you've just met Nora. She's smart, right? I can tell. So the thing is, is Lauren, as soon as Lauren met Nora, it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, but you're really funny and mm-hmm. smart, and I'm going to hire you. So it it's, well, that's it's one thing it's one thing for your dad or your mom to help you get an interview, but you have to yeah. sell it. Yeah, you have I to guess, have the goods. Right at this point, I think I, I I can safely say I'm comfortable saying I earned it. But <laughs> you're not uh, a nepo baby. Lauren also like it's if a nepo meets woman. Someone, nepo yeah, woman. <laughs> if if Lauren meets someone and he likes something about him, he hire like his kid's piano teacher. Who is, I'm sure is very talented. He hired, he's like, come on, work for me. He's like that kind of guy, you know? So he didn't even know what job I was going to do. Uh, Wait, what does his kid's piano teacher do for him now? He's like working on music <laughs> for his development project. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and what had been your relationship with Lauren before that? He wor- He had a show. <clears throat> We're talking about Lauren oh, Bouchard, Bobby. creator Bouchard. of Bob He had a show Burgers. on Adult Swim called Lucy, the Daughter of the Devil. But before that, great movies, show. right? Home movies, but I really got to know him. Oh, yeah. I was doing promotions for but Lucy, that's the Daughter of the Devil, which had John Benjamin in it and Eugene Merman. It was a great mm-hmm. show. It was a big mistake by Adult Swim to drop that show. But anyway, I was working with him and making promos for it and was a real defender of the show when it was up for grabs as to mm-hmm. whether it was going to live on or not. We'd have a question. Where was Adult Where Yeah, where was Adult where were you living when you were doing all the Adult Swim stuff? Atlanta. Is that where Adult Swim is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's where Turner Broadcasting is. Got it. What? Oh, they, yes. They have an LA I know that. That's why we moved there. Because we I both see. wanted to do something in television. And my wife got to be a big shot at TBS. And mm-hmm. what, did you, what is your... Now, what was she doing at TBS? She was art director, creative director, oh, cool. head of marketing. Wow. She's cheese. won like seven regional Emmys. We have a whole she basement full of animals. Basement. Yeah. And she's still suffocatingly positive? <laughs> yeah. Despite yeah. being a, a big head honcho? I mean, if you want Emmy, she's I'll really send nice. you one. Oh, my God. I don't, <laughs> I don't have one. At my age in this there town, was, I should have one. There was one girl. If you've ever watched Adult Swim, there are these things called black and white cards. They're mm-hmm. the bumps. So there was this one girl who was working on them, and she wasn't being treated fairly because it was such a boys club. Mm-hmm. So I gave her an Emmy for it. <laughs> so I'm going to give one to Jay when we get back. And Does Bob know about it? I will. Thank you. Would love one. I mean, I contacted Natus and they said, we don't want them. Do what you want with them. You contacted Natus? I did. To say what? Do you want so these We've back? got a basement full of Emmys. I mean, do you want them? You, all you got to do is put new plates on them and you can give these Emmys out again. Do you think they were hurt a little? Like... Wait, who was the person you contacted? Nanus? The people that distribute the Emmys? National Association of Television Arts and Science. Oh, they don't need them. They have enough. Right. Yeah. That's basically what they said. Yeah. Sure they... I hope they appreciate you want to... She won a bunch of them. I won two of them. Yeah, but it's not as many as (laughs) mom. No. (laughs) No. She sweet-talked her way into everyone. (laughs) I had to work for mom. Because she's... 
cute and nice, right? Yeah, cute, super nice. cute, super nice. Yeah. Okay, so you did. Was it New York to Georgia? New York to Florida. Florida. Oh, why? No offense. Good question. I grew up, I grew up there, okay. and there was a job offer there, mm. and we in animation. We thought it was going to be that. Mm. The job up dis- disappeared as soon as we moved down. Oh, that is not good. So I ended up teaching. And in a prison. Have, in a prison. Teaching what? Art. Shivs. <laughs> just, just um, basically trying to stay alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they locked me in the cell with the. <laughs> they would giggle. As they, they would have to. The cell. Yeah, I mean, I guess they would have to. Otherwise. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, prison. I, mean, I never right. criticized anyone's work because I knew what it would cost. Yeah, how was their art? I don't really think I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow, to this day, probably still people out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, was I thought it, it was all great. So you went there thinking you were going to work in animation, and said you were teaching art to prisoners locked right. in a cell. Right, that's a turn of events. Then but I mom- got a job from Tom Canellis, who was a who was a waiter at Pratt at a coffee shop, mm-hmm. a family owned Greek. Coffee shop. And he became in charge of promotion at a station in Miami, and he gave me a job, and the rest is history. But mom got a cool job, like, working for an educational right. TV network, and she would, like, and her bosses were, like, always drunk or something. So she, like, got to do all this stuff herself, like, build costumes and puppets and stuff. I don't know that's kind to say. Are they still around? <laughs> Not with their drinking. <laughs> But anyway, that seems like a cool job, like working for a well, you know, educational funny. We're not show. letting her talk really enough. Oh, I no, know, you are. especially you considering like... What makes you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> when did okay, you go to Florida up. last? <laughs> um, God, the last time I went to Florida was for my grandmother's funeral. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, no. She was actually, so she was kind of awful. It's not oh, funny. Oh, no. Um, okay, anyway. So, all right. <laughs> so, Wait, Nora was born Why was she awful? Nora, Nora and her brother were both born in Florida. She was just mean. Yeah. Oh, you were. Where in Florida are we talking about? Oh, you said Fort Miami. Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Okay. I'm so glad I didn't grow up there. I'm so glad. <laughs> I grew up there. I'm Florida's fine, but and you are not fine. But it seems like it's sort of a lack. First of all, I don't like the sun. Mm-hmm. I don't like bathing suits. I, I get my skin is get some rashes on it in the sun. But second of all, like. I feel like there's a lack of ambition there mm. that not for everybody, obviously. Uh, well, you got out of there, so maybe it is. But like, I don't think I could have overcome it. And also, again, the bikinis and the bait, I couldn't handle that. Well, see, I feel similarly. I feel like in terms of my constitution, I should be living on the East Coast. Which, and I did live in New York yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But some t- my And my husband hates the sun, too. Yeah. And Owen, whom you met, the little guy, littler guy. He'll in the car. He'll be like the sun, <laughs> like a vampire. <laughs> so, do you ever think sometimes why am I in LA? Because I do all the time. Yeah, all the time. But I mean, I'm trapped here. I think. Yeah. Like John knows, like has like a thousand friends here, and I think they'd all hate me if I left. And is he an extrovert? Weirdly, ev- yes. everyone knows him. Weirdly, and loves yeah, him. He is, and he's like. Yeah, he. I think he wasn't when he was younger because he was, you know, like tall, and he felt like weird about being that tall. Mm-hmm. Like he felt self conscious about it. We actually watched the Andre the Giant po- documentary, uh-huh. and John's like, "Now you understand," <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, "Yeah," I cried a lot in that documentary. Aww. But he, 
talk. I, he might get something from his mom. His mom like will go up to anyone and just be like, "I like that flower on your shirt" or whatever. And he like her optimism is also suffocating. <laughs> right. Uh, he, I love Ruth Marie. Um, he will like he just like he loves people. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite where like I'm like I'd love to just stay home. And he's like I love people. I love like he just wants to talk to people. You know, it's very sweet about him. Um, and then like he kind of I wish of, I were that way I wish I, I wish were, I were someone who just spread sunshine as I go about my day complimenting people and, and truly <laughs> well, engaging yes, I'm not I'm not either I can try for like a for a minute and I've yeah. mentioned it on the show before it like I'll be like look at me <laughs> just <laughs> yeah opening up my you know heart right. and letting my goodness out and I want to be yeah I want to be it's forced here. it feels forced though yeah. yeah we actually did a Bob's episode about it where it was like because I always identify with Bob because like we both don't like, you know, talking to people, I guess. And Teddy is like his friend, a regular customer at the restaurant. And uh, Teddy is like this guy who like makes friends with everyone. Every- and I feel like it is me, John. And like, I want to be the person that just like is life affirming. And like, we're here for connections. We're here for other humans. Like, we're all the same, you know, but I'm just like. What are the odds that we're me. all alive at this brief moment? Right, Wait, yeah. is your mom that way, though? She does. She is really friendly, but she doesn't like seek it out quite as much as John or his mother. I mean, I I feel like you guys don't even like you could potentially not even socialize. I mean, (laughs) mom is more of the social person, but like they just like enjoy each other so much that like I think you guys are your favorite people to hang out with anyway. That's perfect. I would say. Or does that go one way? <laughs> my wife and my kids, I think, are my. Aww. I would rather hang out with them than anyone. It's it's a weird situation where I would want to be Jay friends is with them. Even inching if they his way me. up into that circle. Jay oh, Gonzalez. I think he's there. I think he's edging your some best of us friend. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They talk on the phone every day. Oh my god! Every That's day. So Can sweet. you imagine talking to anyone every day? It's too much. <sighs> no, I can't. I try to talk to my mom every day, who is a really good really? conversationalist. But I just like it's so hard to not just like listen to a podcast or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But she's really good to talk to because she like reads every book and every article. What? Are we running out of time? No. I wanted to say what? The total segue here. Yeah. That I have a segue too. Nora <laughs> Nora and John have written some of the funniest Bob's episodes. What's your do you have a favorite Bob's episode? I do. It's called it was written by Nora. I have my two favorites. Better be between me and John. My two favorites are one written by Nora called Work Working Work Harder Die work, Trying Girl. Work Harder Die Trying Girl, yeah. which is about <laughs> a musical mashup of Working Girl and Die Hard. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. The, the songs are great. It's, and it's really time. interesting. And Matt wrote a one, wrote, or John wrote one called. Who's Matt? Shh, my brother. That's my brother. Oh, okay. I almost married Matt him. Matt slash John <laughs> wrote one called Sheesh Cab Bob. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's where, a long time ago. Yeah. Where, These are early ones. That's yeah. a really good dad. Like the that's dad, when Bob tries crack. The dad in the show, is, <laughs> even though he tries crack, mm. he's really a good dad. Yeah. I mean, it's a really good dad episode. So Why anyway. does he try crack? It was a different time, <laughs> and well, he, he got a job, a nighttime job, to pay for his daughter's birthday party. He got a job driving a cab, and he became very uh, involved in the social scene of some sex workers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, tr- 
transgender sex workers. Yep. It was a different time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hung out with them all night one time and he came home and uh, he uh, was like, he was like so excited about his night and he's like, I'm going to go to sleep. I think I tried crack. I'm not sure. But if I did, I liked it. It's like, bring me a special pillow or something that Benjamin improvised. Bring me a special pillow, which makes me so happy. But uh, that was an old one. That's a good one, though. That's what, my segue. What's your What's your segue? My segue goes back to my – this is my dad – we were watching Bridge of Spies. Mm-hmm. Remember when that, when that was an Oscar movie? Oh. Dad pauses it. This is in my memory. I don't know if you actually pause it. You're like, you know, the CIA once asked me to be in it. <laughs> and it's silence. Never heard this story before. Uh, I feel like you almost were about to start the movie again. And then I, so we got into it. And at art school, was it to infiltrate hippies or something? Yeah. Oh my God. They like approached him to be an undercover. He had a big old fro and I don't know how many drugs you did. The, I feel like Bob did more drugs. President of Pratt at that time was James Donovan, who I think was formerly head of the CIA. And he never said anything. They had somebody else talk to me. But um, the person that I worked for, I worked summers in a factory and the guy who owned the factory had a connection with this whole thing mm-hmm. but it was just kind of a little side story that i never told the kids about that that's amazing so weird. Like, to be in the- how it's like forrest cup i feel like my dad i like never forrest did join cup, the cia yeah did you consider it at all no so it just i was meeting. a hippie i see you chose oh, so they were the man i was a total <laughs> summer of love hippie when i was up at, Pr- at pratt so did you like spit in their face did you put a flower in their <laughs> gun <laughs> <laughs> you don't spit in the face of a CIA agent, but it, but it, you probably wanted to. <laughs> no. kill you. No, I I just thought the whole. I was probably hot. Hey man, sounds pretty groovy, was, but uh, I'm gonna go make some. So when and I don't want us to get you know wiped out for talking about. Oh no, we can get political. I just mean I don't <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble for asking. But like when a CIA agent asks you if you want to join the CIA, do they say like, "Hi, I'm with the CIA"? How do you how, can see from yeah. the shirt? Yeah, <laughs> right. How how does this happen? I just I mean he was he was a recruiter. I don't know. Where did you meet actually, up with him? I don't know if he was a CIA agent. What? Or, oh, or, but he worked. Oh, he was like CIA. a headhunter for yeah. the CIA. Yeah, he was like a CIA headhunter. Okay. okay. Was he like huh. I can't tell you my name, or he did tell oh. you his name? I think he did tell me his name. But I bet it was something like Pete Smith. <laughs> I think it was John yeah. Lacare. Mm. John Larroquette. John Larroquette. <laughs> John Larroquette. <laughs> ended up being a night court. And, yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, no, but Nora had a good question. Where did you meet? Do you Thank remember? You. Where was did Nora and I meet? Where did Probably you, the hospital, but. And yeah. the, the recruiter meet. Yeah. That was like a secret. Did you just meet in the, your pre, the president's office? In or? the student lounge. Okay. Just a student lounge. Just a casual wow. student lounge. I think you could tell at a glance that I was not. How a big candidate. were your bell bottoms? <laughs> they were big. Were they real big? Yeah. I had a big fro, too. Big fro. So he wanted you to infiltrate art students to what? Find out what kind of communist plot they're working on? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I got to tell you. It, it was not like a real detailed, oh, this yeah. is what we want you to do. Right. It was kind of like- Was it the anti-Vietnam movement, perhaps? Yeah, that was going on. Mm. It was kind of like- Maybe you say a good few things about I don't know who thought there. you would be a good candidate for this, but I don't think you are. I know we talked a little bit and then it was over. I don't oh, think he you said are that? after the talk. You know, this was like o- almost 150 years ago. <laughs> I don't exactly that's remember. The, that's the drugs talking. I mean, the fact that- 
I mean, I didn't tell the kids about it or anything until much later. It didn't make that big of an impression. I didn't think it was to that you, big of a deal. To you, that's right. a big deal to I me. I think it's, yeah. That's the fun stuff. I don't have that story to tell Gloria or Rosie if I want to tell her stories too. You can. <laughs> yeah? So can I use it as my story? I would make up stuff to make it more interesting. You know, yeah. you know Ray Seahorn, right? Do you know that she was on um, uh-huh. Better Call Saul? Oh. She's the oh god, what's like it? the main girl? Yeah, she she like him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I love her. She's yeah, she also was on um, the short-lived sitcom Whitney with Whitney Cummings oh. and Crystalia, a comedian lady. Uh, she no, okay. no, but I mean, she she has played comedy. She, yeah, she's like a great actress. But anyway, her da- so I've had her on the show uh, a few times. Her dad was part of a big spy thing, and when she said it, I was like, I had never heard of that, but I know that this is a big the. It's like the Walker something spy something. Texas Ranger. Yeah. Okay. I take it. It doesn't ring a bell. It was like the Walker. There's another word. Walker something. And she saw. Spies with walkers? No. It didn't know. Not actual walkers. Look up Ray Seahorn Walker some Walker spy. Story has less punch than I thought it might. (laughs) I'm just thinking about how much I loved her in Better Call Saul. Yeah. She was was great in that. Mm -hmm. She was like one of my favorite female characters on TV ever, maybe? I wonder what she'll do. I feel like something was announced. Are they doing like a... They're not doing a pre-prequel, but some... Something. something. They are. They're doing oh, they a are. pre-prequel of Breaking Bad. Called Better Call Saul? I think it was called... Who the heck is Saul? <laughs> it's before he was even in yeah. the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who should we call? Right. <laughs> you don't even know about Saul. <laughs> right. And it rhymes, too. That's great. <laughs> okay, so you were at current TV. What were you doing yes. there? Um, I was, uh, they, they were trying to be daily show, Mm. but also it was like a, I worked on this Yahoo segment. They had Yahoo cars and other ones. I forget the Yahoo segments. And I was put on Yahoo cars and I hated cars. I think Mm. I'd like them. I still don't care about them. Fart van. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like in charge of helping them produce the segments, uh, like maybe doing a little bit of like so- like uh, editing stuff, and uh, and then um, oh my gosh, Madeline Smithberg, who helped create yes, the Daily, Daily show, show with Liz, Liz Winstead. Winstead. She was like, "Do you want to come to L.A. because we're gonna move um, current TV there before it dies?" And so I, that's how she put it. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it was soon <laughs> after, and I was like. I would never live in LA. Never. Oh. Because you guys would always go out there for work and you'd come back and be like, it was like a, it's a soul sucking hellhole. And then like, I'm as soon as they that. found out, <laughs> no, as soon as they found out I was moving here because they're such nice parents, they're like, you know what? There's a lot of great stuff in LA. You're going to really like it. That's that was, Pat's influence. That's yeah. Pat's influence. Yeah. And maybe you a little bit too. You, you like to get excited. I mean, my dad became a giant Seahawks fan because my husband is. He's the biggest Bulldogs fan. He never went to like he will right. take on other people's joy and get excited. That's about so it sweet. in a nice way. Like yeah. Zelig. <laughs> yeah, you're like Zelig. I never saw that movie. He's a cipher. I'm He's a cipher. not so bad. <laughs> Isn't that what they say about Zelig? I think so. I never saw Zelig. <laughs> I didn't either. Was but it I, good? I just know the reference. Yeah. Does that come up a lot? No, it's never. It's literally never come up on this podcast, and this podcast has been going for twelve years. Yeah. This is a very, very first Zelig reference. Yeah. yeah, isn't that the whole thing with Zelig though? He's a cipher, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the first Forrest Gump. I keep yeah. saying Forrest Gump. 
but it's he wasn't kind of like Forrest Gump, where he kept yeah. showing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. But Zelig would take on other people's personalities, right? This was a Woody Allen film before. Yes, right. before. Before what? He, before he, he was canceled. Wait, what's wrong with Woody? What did he do? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> gosh, what's it like being a showrunner? I'm so tired all the time. <laughs> and kids, it's like the worst time to be a showrunner. Like, mm-hmm. like, I actually have a good deal now where like, I don't go into work. I get to work at 11 and I hang out with my toddler in the morning because she's, she's only school two days a week. And then um, I f- try to get home at my six and I do dinner and bedtime. And my d- older daughter, I have to lay in her bed till she falls asleep. And I come out at like 8.45 and then I worked. Like I've been working till like midnight. Oh god! 12th, which I'm not good at. I'm not mm. good at working. Like I do. It. Are you a morning person? No, I like to exercise in the morning, which I don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. But that's what I want to do. But I'm not gonna like exercise over hanging out with my kid. That's a whole other thing. But like, uh, I mean, show running is like, it's the same stuff I've been doing for a lot of years. And then Lauren was like, "Why don't we just um, call you a showrunner?" Which is nice of him to say. Uh, so it wasn't like a big change. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like I've been giving notes on stuff for a long. I guess it's sort of slowly happened in the first few seasons, um, but it's fine. I'm so I'm just like twenty two episodes, like twenty two. Like right now we're in fourteen. And we're <laughs> they do on. a lot of episodes. I just mm-hmm. read the script for fourteen oh five, so we're just like we have so long to go. <sighs> so many, and I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful that we're one of like the last shows. Definitely one of the last animated shows that has this many episodes. I saw on the picket line, I saw um, a sign that was like 24 episodes again. First of all, I was like 24. <sighs> and then like, that's not going to happen, mm-hmm. guys. That's not, we can't fight for that. But were you thinking like, I don't want that? I don't want it. <laughs> I will take 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. I'll take 12 episodes and be happy. I think. Night Country less. is only six. I know. It's mm-hmm. so short, so British of them. We came up. <clears throat> during the strike a couple we came west a couple times. they love the strike, strike they love because he's a hippie he's a yeah. hippie and it was equally important what I, you marched for I and thought, what i marched for i thought what what <laughs> they were doing was really important and i thought it was i thought it was really cool oh, that we were able to carry a sign and walk around they would request it they love that's it. so that's cool i'm yeah. still in the writer's guild from space coast days too yeah mm-hmm. you get a check for like 62 dollars a year yeah that's great <laughs> 68 yeah, yeah. So there's a range, right? So you said you made it sound like you were coming out and supporting them, but really you're supporting, you know, it's your union too. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me, but I was supporting. For me. I mean, I thought what they were doing was really important, and when I knew we that it was a to, good, I to be not to get into the strike, all. we can. But I was like, it felt like an existential crisis. It felt like. There was no way to solve it, and I still don't know if we have. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't feel like – because we had to, like, leave the show, and basically people didn't get paid mm-hmm. because of it, like production and writers to some extent. And um, definitely me. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. Anyway, so, um, like, I knew it was the right thing to do. So, like, every time I was like, shit, we had to, like, let all these people go and not pay them. I was like, we have no choice. Like we have no choice, but to do a, our guild told us to and B, like, I think we're clearly on the side of the good guys mm. for like battling the bad guys. Yes. So it was like, that wasn't complicated. It was just, it was also very annoying as a control freak to not be able to like do anything on the show. 
Like, mm-hmm. just, like, let it go down the stream without a rewrite. That sucked. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to understand um, that he said, let's just call you a showrunner because you ha- you were already kind of doing it. But you were labeled, re- like, what was your title before? And had you well, assumed they, extra stuff or? They keep, like, every writer, I think, except for the very new ones, are executive producers. Mm-hmm. So I think I was just a, I was, like, a staff writer. Like, I don't even know what they are co-producer at some point mm. i mean the titles don't make any sense mm-hmm. i used to like look at a title and be like oh they produce but they don't get to write like i'd rather be a writer but, like they all like <laughs> yeah i, I didn't know right. that stuff nora was there from the beginning when they lauren and nora made the show up in san francisco yeah so lauren basically it was his idea he like created the concept and everything i just helped him with like like I helped design Tina, the older sister, and like I helped him with the first. I helped him write the first. You three are episodes. humble. I mean, well, come on, she co-created the show. I just have like a compulsive need to be like exactly what credit I'm doing, exactly yeah. what credit I'm not doing. But um, that's really cool. It was. It was. I mean, I, I got. I see. I, thank you for lucky. bringing that up. I didn't realize that you had helped create it because I worked on Lucy the Dark of the Devil, and if it hadn't, I didn't write for it. If mm-hmm. it hadn't, if it had gotten picked up again, he was like letting me try writing so he like hired me as a writer for bobs and then i helped him with uh yeah with just like the development stuff and the first three scripts we wrote together that's so cool yeah when nora was in atlanta she took a before she moved west she took a writer's test to work for cartoon network and it was really good it was really (laughs) fun she obviously that was the the fact that she didn't get hired there was great. Do you really think it's west. good? Do you really think it's good if you saw it today, or do you remember it as good? I, I, I that was a or time when I was father. judging scripts all the time, and it was really funny. Yeah. It was all right. I was still like, I still didn't know what I was doing. What did you major in at UGA? Telecommunication arts, which sounds like telemarketing, but it's like video <laughs> production. Mm-hmm. And like, but the teachers were like, I had one really good film teacher, but the other, sorry, the UGA teachers were like. I think one of my teachers was like... Wait, why do you apologize to your dad? Because I know how much you love UGA, and I am happy I went to UGA. I love that I went there. But the teacher was like, You're, you guys probably aren't going to make it. <laughs> Jeez. And, and the he was truth like, is, that, like, so many people actually did make our working in television yeah, now that, yeah, you were, yeah. that you went to school. That I that, was friends with. Right. Yeah. And, um, A lot of them were, <clears> like, uh, at Adult Swim. Yeah. And like this, my friend there that was in telecom uh, taught me like everything that I learned was taught by uh, like someone else or I learned it myself, which is fine. Maybe that's how it has to be anyway. The teachers might not have been good, but you got in with a really good group of people. It worked out. I was in like a, I wasn't in a comedy troupe, but I like was, I wanted to be and I helped them with stuff. Like I helped them with props and stuff, the silly spider (laughs) monkeys. And they all went on to. The silly spider, was that their name? Yeah. Yeah. And they were on like the lo- the tel- the college yeah show. station, um, and they I got to help them, and I was to work so on excited. Frisky to... Dingo and C Lab Twenty Twenty One and Archer. Oh All yeah, the people on Archer was in the. And Ed the worked spot. on the. Um, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! The one uh, late night show, Samantha the B. He worked oh, on yeah. the, Ed worked on the Samantha B show. Like they all went on to like do, you know. Stuff. Wendy Mullen. Do you know Wendy Molino? I do. I okay. love Wendy. Yeah. yeah. She's one of my friends. She and I went to college together. She you did? did? Mm-hmm. Does she ever talk about without a... I bet she does not talk about without a box. 
but that was the improv troupe that she was in at Pomona. Yeah. She was like breakout star, one of the breakout stars of Without yeah. a Box. Yeah. So I feel Can like I she ask you about a young Wendy Bono. Yeah. Did you know like pretty soon, like, holy shit, this girl's got the goods? She was hilarious. She's always been hilarious. Yeah. Always been hilarious. Um, she wanted to perform. Uh-huh. So we were both English majors. Oh. Um, yeah. So, but I remember being surprised that like, oh, you're, you're behind the camera now because I thought that that was the direction she wanted to go was right. performing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if she's talked with you about like her decision. I think she said that, um, and I actually know this because I had her and Lizzie on my show. You'd think I would know it just being her friend, but I know it more from like interviewing her. <laughs> I think she said that she just felt like I, I, could be remembering it wrong, but just like she wasn't cut out for that life of going on auditions and all seems of that. Seems awful. Yeah. I think it seems awful. She plays a character on Bob's, She right? does play a character on Bob's, yeah. Yeah, she's hilarious. And yeah. she's, you know, really, and she was, like, she taught improv for a while. She's um, my hero. I mean, she really, her and Lizzie, I'm just like. Yeah. That's like, I'm like I'll never, I don't want to get like sad, but I'm like, I'll never be as funny as <laughs> Lizzie. This is what I tell my therapist, uh, who is the same therapist as Wendy. Um, so I'm like, really? can you tell me like what's Wendy say to? Nora's my hero. That's that's so sweet. Guy. I've told her I've told her that a hundred times. Uh, what do you tell Matt, Matthew? <laughs> tell him the same thing. That Nora's Matt a hero. Is actually, <laughs> Matt is actually doing stuff that's like all these little kids are going to be out in the world, like becoming better people because they had a really good team. Like he's actually making a, we've always felt like since my, my wife and I and Nora all worked in television, which is just the most awful insidious (laughs) mass community. Yes. That Matt's the only one that's doing something worthwhile. Yeah. But, but then television. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just have a couple more questions and then we move into segments. Okay. Um, Segments. We have yes, some segments. Yes, we studied. Yeah. We studied for it. Oh. Yeah. Pete, how, how does do it work? We're going to do this. What? <laughs> Why? I'll do them. I'll do them. <laughs> yeah, what made you think we weren't going to? I mean, sometimes I, I don't get to them, though, to be honest. And yeah, I feel like you're seeing into my soul. You're just trying to stop? <laughs> Why are you trying not to do the segments? I know. No, I'll do the segments. They're fun. You'll see. Okay. Um, how does it? Wait, do you play music as well? I play the ukulele. He used to play but the Jay, the, a bit. Jay, the like, your, yeah, your best friend, I, Jay. When I was writing songs for the Brack Show and for Cartoon Planet, I would do them sort of the same way Nora does them, which is I would sing them into a telephone, mm. so get them recorded, and then give them to somebody who knew how to turn that into I see. music. Okay. But I don't know how to write music. Or now, does Jay not write lyrics? I know on Gonzalez Smith he doesn't, he does. but like- He does. Oh, on, on some of these he did. As he well? doesn't write any of the lyrics on that, okay. but he's made a couple of albums of his own. So how did it come to be that you guys uh, joined forces for Gonzalez Smith where you're doing all the lyrics and he's doing all the music? Well, he was a he's a friend of the family. His, my wife- Jack McBrayers. His, his wife and my sister son Matt taught together. Lives at, in Athens. Yeah. And Jack McBrayer- Is from Georgia. He's uh-huh. from Georgia, and he knew. We, every, we all knew. We just met in a bar one night. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about music, music, and we all liked the same kind of music. And so I sent him some. He sent me some of his stuff, and I said, oh, "This seems so dreary." Oh serious? <laughs> what? He knows that it seems. So he knows serious. how honest you'll be he with seems him. So serious. So <laughs> I sent like- him some stuff which was a, a little lighter. None of those things got on the record, mm. but. uh 
Was was he sending it to you for your feedback or like to see if you guys wanted to work together? No, he was sent. He knew that I had made this record that he really liked, and he just wanted to know what I thought of it. Is that the Gary McFarland? I don't know how we... We were out here when Gloria was born. We were here for three months, and that's when I started sending them stuff back to Atlanta, to Athens. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it happened, but... Well, We're writing stuff for another album. Oh, cool. We're... That one was such a smash hit. (laughs) I can't believe I have a copy of it in my hands. If people want to buy it, where do they go? (gasps) If Do you, you know look, that? If you, if you look it up, you can buy it online and they'll send you a... What's it called? What's Gonzalez Smith, Roll Up a Song. If they look for it, look that up. But what's uh, the Spanish uh, label? That it's is? called Bobo Integral. Bobo Integral. That's who put it out? Yeah. Okay. Spain. Right. We're real big in Spain. Seriously. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I believe you. It's true. My daughter doesn't, <laughs> but I do. Are you going to go there? Yeah. No. no. You could be stars there. Why don't you want to go to Spain? To do what? Be stars. Just cheer to for Jay? To do what? <laughs> oh, that's true. You don't really perform. I don't oh. say anything. I don't say you anything. You could be the hype man. Where I do the yeah. tambourine. Dancing on stage. <laughs> the guy with the tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, all right. Let's do some segments. I say let's start with Podcast Pals Product Picks. Podcast yeah. Pals Product Picks. <laughs> is that you, Siggy? No, that is <laughs> – do you know Robin Shore? No. She's a TV writer, not in animation, though. No, that's her. Um, just as a former voiceover person. Uh, okay, so do you have a Podcast Pals Product Pick, Nora? I do. I didn't um, – I meant to take a picture of it because I don't know the name of the brand. Okay. But I can send it to you if it – Okay. It's basically Thai. I'm a condiment person. If I could just eat condiments, I would. Tell me if this is going okay so far. It's going great. I really love Thai sweet chili sauce. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, there was a period where I would just buy a can of beans and spinach and I would just put Thai chilies and that's what I ate through a lot of my twenties. And so, and I brought it back. And so now I'm like putting it on all sorts of stuff, mostly beans still, but I don't, I guess I eat a lot of beans. Um, so anyway, it's a great condiment. I'm not sure the world's talking about it. They have it at How Bird's spicy Cafe. Is it? It's not that bad. It's mostly sweet. It's probably okay. really bad for you. It's a lot of sugar. Have you ever been to Australia? No. Do they do you, love it there? Yeah. It's like a very common thing to get French fries with Thai sweet chili and ah. sour cream. Ooh, sour cream. You mix them together? Yeah. Or just yeah, it's really good. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can, they'll give you, like, they're separate. Like, they put two little things, and then you can, you kind of, you know, so they can. mix as you want. How spicy yeah. would you say it is, Tony? Not, almost not at all. They okay. say it, but it's, I think, like, yeah. I wouldn't give it to a child, I'd say, mm. because they've told me they don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't give it to your children. Right. I would give it to a different child yeah. than my child because I have to hear it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the screaming. But yeah, that's my pick. Has Nora taken up all the time for that segment? No, but <laughs> it sounds like you wish she had. You want me to? Is this so you don't pick you a product? You, don't you pick had a, a product. You told me one. What? You don't pick a you don't pick a podcast. Oh, that is another way we could do this. But then I'm well, giving I'm gonna attention get two things to, real quick. to all I those know. other podcasts. Yeah. The podcast that I'm totally into now is called Desert Island Disc, which has been on the air for about 8,000 years. Okay. It's great. You never run out of them. They go all the way back to the 50s. But they're really good. Do you know the concept? Well, is it what it sounds like? It's like they take sort of well-known people and they ask them what are their eight if they were going to be sent off to a desert mm-hmm. island, what eight songs would they want to take? Oh, that's, that's interesting. It's, it's okay. really interesting. That sounds good. And the other thing is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. 
Oh, my, my wife God. and I eat huh. them every single night. Wow. Yeah. How many in a night? I have two and she has one. Because <laughs> of what you <laughs> That's say? so sweet. Who makes that rule? You were I mean, if she ever ate two, she would just hate herself for it. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, cool. That's my pick. They are Sexism. amazing. I know. They um, are amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Now, I had a listener who were – are they Hershey? Hershey Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, um, right? Yes. Yeah. Who worked – I know the package came from Hershey, Pennsylvania. He sent us fresh Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <sighs> so you've had them. Yes. Because people – Real? Wait, you've had fresh ones? I think you can tell. People who are if, into it are you have them every single fresh. night, you can tell, oh, that one's been in the store for two Yes. <laughs> My parents went through a good and plenties phase where they were all about the fresh good and plenties. Wow. Yeah. As in Somehow that seems more eccentric than Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And I wonder why. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are more accepted. I feel like when I eat a, re- a peanut butter cup that's just homemade, I feel like it's garbage, and I want Reese's. Wait, who makes homemade peanut butter cups? Everyone. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably I've on Pinterest. Couple. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not as good. Like, right. It's like I think that the craft cheese and macaroni, like the the crappy bag of cheese, is like better than like I better do too. I can tell I you why too. good and plenty seems more uh, more eccentric. I would like to know because yeah. they're not as good. You're right. <laughs> Damn. You're right. It's just yeah. their lack of discernment. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good. Mm. This is like we're getting a flash of the guy who told Michael whatever his complicated last name is. <laughs> he doesn't care for that show. Yeah. All right. Gilded Age. Oh, by the way, I think I forgot. I did find him. I think. Oh. Michael Cerveris. That's the yes. guy. Yeah. He's Very a great talented. Guy. Very nice yes, guy. I've, I know that name. I did not know it. I'm not getting an image of a face, but I'll go look it up later. Yeah. Okay. Do you know Jeff Fox? Nope. You've probably okay. met him. He's one of John's good buddies. Yes. Um, he cares for a Reese's peanut butter cup as well. Really? Chocolate peanut butter is his favorite combination. Right. We should stock it and put it on his chair. And he's like, how did you know? Like, yeah. I just guessed. Just really freak him out. You should do And I also heard that your daughter called everyone but him poo-poo. Yeah. But then she came back around and said he actually is poo-poo. Yeah. How did he take it? He seems okay. He said, I told him I was going to talk to you guys today. Yeah. He said, you're a couple Georgia peaches. Uh, and then he said, if you run out of questions, which clearly I have not, but I still wanted to mention it, you know, ask yeah. why their daughter yeah. said he was. Pizza. I get a little nervous. Gloria really walks a line of being like mean, a mean bully. Mm. But also I, I'm like, is this funny? Is she being mean? Is she hurting people's feelings? And I'm still navigating. I think it's okay. She's a, well, does she do it to other kids? No, she mostly does it to yeah. adults. Sometimes she has a thing it. for bo- – like she had a bad situation with a boy at her school where I think she got like hit in the face. <gasps> and so she's like, boys are bad. Mm. I hate them. Yeah. I'm going to make fun of them forever, whatever. So she's extra mean to boys. Right. She's been talking – she's been really hard on grandpa this trip, frankly. Really a lot nice. of bald head talk, like really <laughs> leaning into it. She says – she said, I'm going to wake you up in the morning. Which she does every time mm-hmm. we say it. She comes and wakes us up. She puts her little hand under the door. And, and she like, says, Aww. I'm going to call you old man, and I'm going to call you the lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she sounds like a riot. Yeah. yeah. She's, she is funny. She doesn't like men. <laughs> Do you think of us as two Georgia peaches? I think of you as kind of a Yankee, frankly. Because he grew up in Minnesota. A little, mostly, mostly Florida. Born in Minnesota. Mostly Raised Minnesota. In Florida. Raised in Florida. 
Florida dirtbag. <laughs> Just kidding. Yep. It's me. <laughs> no, I have a lot of wonderful family in Florida. I love them all. We do love Georgia. Nora yeah. and John were married in Athens, Georgia. Oh, yeah. How did you meet John? Interviewing for the show. Oh, cool. I went with Lauren and Jim Dotrieff, who was the showrunner uh, at the beginning and for a long time. And uh, it was me. And they sat me in the back, or I sat in the back to be weird. And no one introduced me at all. And um, I don't know if I should say, but I had really short hair then. And John is just like, who's that angry lesbian in the back that's not talking and is not being introduced? <laughs> and then when we got married, it was an office romance. And I think we thought it would be a lot more... Um, dramatic, but nobody cared at all. Although they <laughs> did, you do keep it now. a secret for a little while. A little while, a little while. But like now, they just like it's not fun working with a married couple because mm-hmm. you talk to each other different, and right? Like, things get a little short, and everybody's kind of like, yeah. But you know, that's uh, it is what it is. That's <clears throat> interesting. I was, I thought you were going to say it's not fun working with a married couple because. Like you guys have like some kind of like power block or something. No, but no, it's not that. It's oh. the way you talk to each other. Yeah, I, I get that. There's like the niceness layer is a yes. little lower with right. your husband. Then. A little more porous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay. Who sang that song? That is uh, a musician named Tom Rapp, and he goes by Trap Dog. Oh. He did these songs a long time ago for the okay. show. Yeah. Did he ever do anything for Scott for Comedy Big Bang? I don't. No. No. Um. Do, okay. Let's hear your just mirror everyone that you've warned me is not that good. It's not that good, but I do feel strongly about it, and it comes up a lot when I'm at because I'm at play dates a lot at dinner time these days, and the the mom who's all the moms are great. Really, truly, I am lucky with um my kids friends moms but they'll be let's order dinner and i'm like okay and i hate eating dinner early i hate it i hate it i hate it because it's my it's i it's my favorite part of the day dinner i really like dinner Mm -hmm. and after dinner i want to watch tv and go to bed Mm -hmm. so i have to be a real weirdo who says like i don't want to eat with you (laughs) and your nasty kids and my nasty kids and like just sit there and i don't know if anyone else has that like i like to eat late i like to push it so what, what time do you eat? These days it's not too bad. It's like 8.40. Well, actually, now that I'm working again, post-strike, it's like 8 or 8.45 or 9 or 9.15. It can get really late now that I'm like after bedtime I work. And so because sometimes it could be like 9.30. You know what? I am one of those people too. Yeah? But it's not necessarily – it's not like I prefer it that way. In fact, my husband and I oftentimes just feel like, what are we doing like eating right. at 10 p.m.? Right. Um, but we do tend, we get, so bedtime now takes so long because yeah. they sleep in the same room. Uh, I want to hear about bedtime at some point. I can tell you real fast now. Okay. So, um, we, first of all, we started this, it's a long story why we started it, but like they have a snack before bedtime. That's good. So they don't wake up hungry in the middle of the night and wake you up. Well, I think it started because when Owen came along, I would be putting him to bed and it was something special that Elliot got to do so oh, that he I wasn't like, I want to be with you. And so that like uh, Daniel and Elliot would have. And then now that they sleep in the same, they still have separate rooms, but like we they sleep in the same room. Do they have now. the same bedtime? Yes, now they do. So they, so snack 
turns into this overly long thing that gets us in their room too late. Mm-hmm. And then we go into their room and then it takes forever to brush teeth. Uh, and then Daniel. Do they brush their own teeth? Elliot does. Owen does not. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Although, according to the dentist, kids need help till they're like, I think she said nine or ten or something. Right. Uh, and I don't help Elliot, and I'm sure that he needs help. I overhelp my kids all the time. I'm still feeding my two-and-a-half-year-old, which, like, all the other two-and-a-half-year-olds are, like, using their fork, like, cutting their little that. that. But, no. like, I'm They all like, eventually get there. Yeah. Um, and so then Daniel – uh, lays down next to Elliot and I lays, lay down next to Owen and then we read books and then it just the whole thing just takes and then we you know they fall asleep are you in their leg with when they yeah, fall asleep until they fall asleep yeah Owen goes out really quickly so yeah. I could sneak out if I needed to but um I, we just don't and then so by the time we're like leaving their room it's like nine it feels like 9 30 or something yeah. yeah and then we always have a little bit of work we need to finish and then we eat and then we watch TV, and I always think I should have just gone to bed. Right. This is, you know, and so yeah. everything gets gets really late. What time do they eat dinner? They eat dinner like around six. I'd That's say. what I want to work towards. I mm-hmm. want to eat dinner as a family. At yes, six, but I don't know how that happens. Especially we still have an Annie, but once she's gone, like we get home from work and cook dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how it happens. I don't like, really either. Yeah, I don't really eat, and I and I and I will admit I feel guilty that we don't eat as a family on the weekends. We do or special yeah. occasions or things yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but it's also I, a nightmare eating with my kids right now. What just because I have to like? Oh yeah, I'm literally feeding both of them because when Gloria's the older ones with <laughs> me and reading a book because mm-hmm. otherwise they won't sit there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like balancing the book like. Every time our nanny really nicely makes uh, a lot of meals for them. When she makes soup, it's just oh, like very hard for me. <laughs> and they don't like soup, so that also makes it hard. <laughs> but like dinner time is like just a disaster. Like I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to – I couldn't be Rosie, able to enjoy it. Who's a two-and-a-half-year-old that was, a bowl of soup was put in front of her last night. And she said, not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Yeah. Pete, do you have a just me or everyone? Do you have one? I do. I feel like you don't enjoy my segments. <laughs> no, I do. I will tell you, I think it's because, and maybe this is just I'm projecting similar things. Like I get anxious that I won't have a good one, and that's why I get anxious mm. about it. Like I want to nail this, but I don't think I am nailing No, it. I thought that was good. Do you feel like that? No. Oh, you have a great one. <laughs> I have one, but it's about dog owners, and I don't know if oh, yeah. this means I'm going to get a lot of hate mail or – Oh, you're anti-dog owner? <laughs> you know what kind of anti dog I'm, I'm like if I'm going for a walk and a dog comes and just climbs on me. Oh, yeah. Just no jumps one up. That. And the people, the dog is not leashed. And it's, mm-hmm. it's in an area where they're supposed to be leashed. And the owners just say, oh, he's fine. Don't yeah. worry about him at all. But uh, you Just know, chewing like, on your face. Yeah. Yeah. No. No one likes that. I mean, I would rather have them say, I'm really sorry. I should right. have the dog. I had one time I was walking along and the dog actually nipped my <gasps> hand. Yeah. And I said to the guy, your dog just bit me. And he said, no, he didn't. Uh, I said, look at that's this. That's You can see his yeah. thing. And he says, he didn't do that. What, so other dog did? And you're, you're no, nailing no it, dog. it on this I dog? I do it myself. I have no dog, sir. <laughs> do I have a lawyer here? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's really annoying. No, I'm with you. Does that qualify as one of you? Yeah. Do you okay. have a dog? I do have a dog. Well, do so you have a dog before the that kids that or after the kids? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I'm thinking to myself, as you walk through, she might so she's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, so she looks like a stuffed animal. Oh. Um I don't think I'm fan I know I don't think I'm fancy because she of that. does she think she's fancy? She does, yeah. Okay. And she's she seen might, a mirror. What? She's looked at herself in the mirror. Oh she's yeah, fancy. she's glamorous. Yeah. 
She might bark at you. But That's she doesn't, okay. she doesn't, she's never growled. She's never bit or anything. Uh, she's totally, yes, I'm just telling you. I, I don't like being barked at. These segments are great. I don't love being bit. I, my dog no, she's thing never bit. is when people just let their dogs bark because they think it's just the sounds of the neighborhood. Yeah. And then we're all home working like during the oh, right. pandemic. And also when someone's messing up a nap for the kid, I'm like, I will yeah. go to your oh, house yeah. and rip you oh, apart. Oh my God. We had um, a leader of a Christian youth group move in next door and they like, do you remember this? I forgot about this. I think they were only there for like two months Oh, or they're something. not even there. Oh anymore? no, they've been gone oh, for a long okay. time. Oh, you would, I would never have shut yeah. up about it. <laughs> so they would hold these things where they would have live bands playing in their backyard. Whoa. Oh. Christian During the bands. week. I'm assuming, I mean, the bands weren't bad, but it's yeah. like. During the day? No, like, into evening oh when it was dark out. It was time to watch TV. And well, time to put the kids to bed is uh. what it was. But also I was just like, I don't want to live next to a festival. Yeah. Like it's, and I, there's, I can hear a PA. Yeah. I can hear someone test sound checking <laughs> yeah. a PA. That's when I was like, oh no. Cause I had just assumed like, fine, acoustic jars of clay or whatever. Right, that's, right, but right. I, when I heard them testing the PA and I heard the drums, I was like, you've got to be did kidding you talk, me. Did you have the courage so, to talk to them? I never would have gotten the courage. I'm trying to remember... If I think, you know what? I think eventually I, Daniel went over and told them that like our kid's window is right next. And then it, yeah. it was actually much quieter after that. Cause I was, I was the person who's like, you know, we can just call the cops. We can right. just call the cops. Yeah. And Daniel's like, don't, we don't want to start a war with our neighbors. Right. They don't have to know it was you. Yeah, I know. Right? You can be well, assume, presumably, I don't know. Right. And there'd be like a thousand cars in the street. They they all left, and yeah. now we have people that are really quiet next door, which is nice. Okay, my just mirror everyone. Am I the only one? This is a kind of gross one. Am I the only woman? I'm assuming it's a, maybe there's some dudes. Yeah, I, I doubt it though. Get ready. I'll take a break. <sighs> Who has like a wad of potentially used tissues in her purse, and if I need one, <laughs> will pull out this like oh my god everlasting <laughs> tissue, and because periodically. I will be like, this is disgusting. It's I I can't see snot in it or anything, but it's like it's like disintegrating. This yeah. is old, and yeah. I throw it out, and then I'll be driving, and I'll be like, I need a tissue because I just spilled something in my car or whatever, and I'll be like, why did I throw that out? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a lot in my pocket, mm -hmm. especially with like kids. Yeah, I'll be their nose is always running, and I'll get out one that's looking pretty rough, like it's mm -hmm. basically turned into a solid pillow, and I'll like unwrap it, and I know this is not a good mom thing to do, but like I'll use that one on them, you know? You do what you can. Yeah. yeah. So they don't the same. care. Is Maybe that that's just why a woman thing? Sick. Tony, do you have a disgusting wad of tissues on your person? Not normally, but if, if I will, if I if I'm have a cold or something yeah. i will definitely have some some uh used ones in my pocket that i keep yeah. just in case yeah. yeah you can't just use it once no there's so much tissue acreage yeah, yeah. that's a good one thank you <laughs> i guess i have experience <laughs> um pete and nora it was so much fun having you guys so on the show fun. thank you yeah. for doing this i had this. an answer for one. Oh. is there what is there this something, was, yeah. something this was you a can't wrap do without up. a wrap-up was ensuing Something you can't do without. Well, oh. that was Podcast Pals product picks. Oh. What is it? I would like to hear it. Metamucil. <laughs> My husband is on the on the mucil. It's good. The powder. Good. Yeah. There's absolutely. also like little metamucil pills, which is probably no. <laughs> it works. 
This is a regular. I'm sorry, you were doing the wrap up, but I didn't. No, have no, one it's fine. Prepared. That's great. Okay, Metamucil. That's important. You know, he's been trying to get because I'll complain about things that one might need Metamucil for yeah. now and again, yeah. and he'll really be pushing the Metamucil, and I just I'm afraid of it. Don't be. I don't take it, <laughs> okay. but I know that he is. Like, don't be. Afraid. He's cocky about it. He's cocky about it. You're his like every bowel movement. every yeah. night. Every no, Same I mean, time. do you drink it every Say night? Say your watch to it morning. every morning. Oh, you drink the Metamucil in the morning. Then I come out and celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> but think of never being surprised by it. I mean, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's be- like birth control for your butt. Basically. I remember one time it was either you or Matt. It's Metamucil like works it? really, really good. And I went down so to I go hear. to the bathroom, and I was back up in less than a minute. Wow. And either Matt or Nora said, do you even stop to wipe? It's <laughs> a good question. Or do you even make it to the sea? Yeah. How? What, what's the level of like urgency once you drink it? it? I don't know what kind your husband's doing, but you don't drink it and then go, oh, no. <laughs> no, he drinks it the night before and then yeah, I drink has it. a sojourn in the morning. I drink it. In that the morning, risky. and then I have coffee, and then it goes to work. Seems risky the night before. Yeah. He might be woken up by the calling. Yeah. He never has. He never is, though. I get up 14 times a night. Yeah. My husband, in the whole time we've been together, I've been aware of him getting up in the middle of the night literally once. That's I mean, you've amazing. got all of the – there's like miles and miles of intestines in there. You don't like – if you take a thing of Metamucil, it doesn't like immediately go to work. Right. I, but I mean, when it goes to work, though, are you like, oh boy? No, it's not like that. His no. body no, has embraced metamucil. Yeah, accepted it. Do you bring it with you a- when you travel? Like, have you have you brought it out here? Yeah, yeah. In a little Tupperware. What are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took a hit right before this party. <laughs> I did. Do you do you bring it in a Tupperware? Do you bring the whole canister? I <laughs> purchased one here. Do you have a I, travel metamucil? I bring it in a bag. And then I dump it into a Does bowl. Does the TSA look at it? Right. They have. Do they try? Do they lick a finger to say it? I said, I mean, I, ha- I did buy a small container with a, this is all still part of the show. Yeah. I brought a <laughs> small container and the TSA in Atlanta looked at it. And as soon as he opened up and looked at it, he, he said. He shit himself. No, he got it. It's a Pavlovian. Oh, he did. I completely understand why you need this. Traveler's constipation. Wow. Good luck to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like Safe you had journey. a moment. <laughs> yes, we did. That's nice. Now, you've never tried it, but it's been pushed on you. I think I did maybe try it once or twice. But... You don't need it. I'm the only one in the family who needs it. Uh, I don't know, that's your true. brain controls your poop. What? Yeah, yep. what? It's all What? <laughs> That's the name of the Wait, podcast. is this a mind-gut connection? Because if my husband doesn't shut up about that, I'm <laughs> divorcing him. It's true. Okay, that's what I hear. Have you I never heard of traveler's constipation? Oh, yeah. I've well, heard of it. I get it, it all the time. It's yeah. Not, it's I guess not you're like right. if you go to a motel or an Airbnb that there's something on the Right. If the, the air brain makes... was controlling it, it would say, stop having diarrhea right now. Don't you think? I feel like the brain's not doing a good job of controlling it. That. Huh? I haven't talked to my brain about that. Yeah. <laughs> Too scared. Thank you so much for <laughs> <laughs> being on the show. I guess. <laughs> no, it was great. I would like to remind everyone, I have a Patreon. <laughs> Sorry. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I just put up a bonus episode wherein I gave all the behind the scenes details on my recent For Crying Out Loud 
uh, episode and and other stuff. Uh, and if you subscribe, if you go for an annual subscription, you get two months free. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. And then for all of my other stuff, and it's totally rude that I'm doing my own plugs before the guests, but now I'm in this far. Mm-hmm. Allison'slinks.com. Subscribe to my newsletter. It's fun. Okay, Nora, where might we find you? And please plug anything you'd like I'm to plug. So excited for all my plugs. Uh, all I do, the only thing I do is work on Bob's Burgers. And I think it's still on television. It's on Hulu. I don't know when they come out. I don't, I don't even know when they come out anymore. Uh, it gets preempted all the time. Uh, I wish I had a more interesting point. No, that's good. My dad's (laughs) album is really good. I honestly really like it. And I like, and it has your artwork from when you were a kid on the front. Yes. I love that. The masks. Yeah. yeah. Pete? I would plug the exact same two things. (laughs) Roll up a song by Gonzalez Smith. Tony, what about you? Uh, Instagram at Tony Thaxton. <laughs> and uh, if this is coming out Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, Thursday, I'll be playing a show with Jonah Ray again. Uh, for with his Weird Al punk cover band. You know him. Uh, he is. Uh, he's in a new movie called Destroy All Neighbors. They're showing it at Vidiots, and then they're doing like a Q and A screening and all that. And then we're also going to play after the movie. So that's Thursday if you're in LA. Nice. So fun. That movie looks really fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited. I haven't seen it, but I like horror movie, horror comedies. So yeah. Did he make like, Barbarian? Like huh? Did he make Barbarian? No, that's a different guy. Oh. All right, everyone. <laughs> thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 